What is going on, guys? Alex Chasen back here with a brand new podcast. Hopefully, I'm a great day afternoon night. Every guys on this world, and we're with my boy Smitty again. Say what's up. What's up, guys? What's up? And we're back for another podcast. And hope you guys enjoyed our first podcast together. Uh, me and uh, Colin, we thought it did really well. Thank you for the support. And today we got even a better show for you to got to guys. Today we have a better show. And um, yeah, first we got some NFL news. Um. The worst injuries so far in this preseason. Um, you know, you want to say them or should I expand on it? I'll I'll say I'll say some. So uh, Isaiah Wynn, is that who says last name? Yeah, for the New England Patriots. Yeah. So he tore his Achilles. So that's that's not a good injury. Yeah, and Isaiah Wynn, he was our first round pick for the New England mm-hmm. Patriots. Yeah. So he tore his Achilles. So he's gonna be out for the season. And also, um, Sony Michelle, our running back, he's Hasn't played a single game yet. He was also a rookie, another first-round draft pick, and he has yeah. some really bad knee issues. So I don't know what's going to be happening for the Patriots with our rookies, but we don't really need these guys. Isaiah Wynn would have been a solid backup to have if Joe Thune or any of our guards got hurt, and same with Sony Michelle. But this year, it's not really important to have him, but um, in future years, it would be great to have him. And then on the Bills, A.J. McCarron, he was a good, you know, it was his First season, and he's a rookie. He has a broken collarbone, only a hairline fracture. So he'll probably be ready for week one. When I broke my collarbone, as you know, Colin, I was <laughs> out for like six months, but yeah. I was playing football by myself, not in pads. So that's a pretty embarrassing oh, story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but he'll probably be ready for week one. But if not week one, definitely like a few weeks into this season. Nothing too bad to worry about. And then um, probably the biggest one out of all of these, Zach Martin. He has some knee issues. He's one of the best linemen in the league, all pro. He's for the Cowboys. The extent is not known yet of his injury, injury but the doctors are very optimistic that it's nothing serious. So, um, Colin, do you have any input or any thoughts on um, these injuries um... and how they affect the teams? Nah, I don't have any input. <laughs> All right. So now going into some other NFL. These are just some opinions that um me and Colin came up with. But um so these are some these are the standings. So I'll do the AFC and Colin if you want you can do the NFC just go through it. All right, yep. So for the AFC, um I picked the Patriots um, AFC East, I picked the Patriots at number one, Dolphins number two, Jets number three, and Bills number four in the AFC East division. Obviously, the Patriots are going to overpower the AFC East and unless some um, injury that let's pray does not happen to any of our amazing players happens, the Patriots are going to over overkill and just kill everybody in the e- AFC East. And the Dolphins at number two, I think that's pretty realistic because they're probably the second best team in the Jets and Bills. I could go either way, but the Jets have a better quarterback and the Bills kind of just have a rookie quarterback, so I don't have much to say there. And then the AFC North, I say Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. And the Steelers also another team that's just going to overpower the division. The Ravens might have a chance depending on how well their offense does in their production, but I don't think they'll do too well because over the past few years, they've been kind of on the downfall. Joe Flacco is getting older, and he's not like Brady where he's doing the TB12 method, so I don't think he's getting any better. Then the Bengals, they're kind of just like a team that's just going to sit there, possibly get like a wild card if they do good enough, but probably Mm -hmm. not. And then the Browns, I don't think they will go 0-16. I think they'll get like a few wins, maybe like three or four. Baker Mayfield... And I think they have a pretty good chance this year to do okay. Nothing amazing. They will not make the playoffs. They won't even have a chance to make the playoffs. But I think they'll get a few wins. 
and do their thing. Now, the AFC South, Jaguars, Titans, Texans, and Colts. Now, the Jaguars, another team that's going to overpower the division. They might even have might have a chance to beat the Patriots and go to the Super Bowl. And that's just, I think, is speaking from truth. Um, last year in the AFC, AFC um, Championship, it was Patriots versus Jaguars. It was a very good game, and the Jaguars could have easily won that game if we didn't just do as well as we did. So I'm going to say the Jaguars, number one. Titans, also another team that's probably going to do very well in that division. Texans and Colts, they'll probably be lower, but the Texans could easily get up to um, the second seed because they're amazing defense of J.J. Watt. And the Colts are kind of just a team that's going to sit at the bottom, maybe move up and down a little bit, but I don't think they'll do too well. And then the AFC West, the final team in the AFC, final division in the AFC. Now, this is a bit of a bold prediction, but I was doing my research, Colin, and I... I think the Chargers might have a chance to get that number one seed in the AFC West. You know, they have amazing wide receivers. Phillip Rivers is a good quarterback. Their defense with Joey Bosa looks really, really, really good. They're going to do very well, I think. And then the Raiders at number two, they're always a team that's going to do good. They have Derek Carr, some good wide receivers. Their defense is pretty good. Also, Marshawn Lynch, you know, I think they'll do I think they'll do okay. And then the Chiefs, they lose Alex Smith, who went to the Redskins. Now their quarterback is A.J. Mahomes, the third. So he's like a second-year quarterback. I don't think they'll do too well. So like I, and then the Broncos will be the last seed in that division. The Broncos, I think they could could get above the Chiefs just because they're amazing defense with Von Miller, Kweeb Talib, all those good guys. So I think they could move around a little bit. But my favorite division, I'm gonna have to say in the AFC is probably the AFC South with the Jaguars, Titans, Texans, and Colts. Because any of those teams could possibly win. Probably the Jaguars are most likely, but any of those, any of those teams have a chance in their division. Now, Colin, if you want to go through the NFC um, All right. divisions. So I'm going to fly by this. I'm not going to, you know, take like 10 minutes over here. But, it's all good. But um, NFC East, we decided um, Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, and Giants. And, yeah. Um, when the pa- Patriots versus the Eagles, you know, the Eagles weren't looking too good, but that's just the preseason um, yeah, but the they Eagles, look. they won the Super Bowl last they year, did. so, you know, they have a really, really good team. Yeah. And the only um, person they lost that I know of is LeGarrette Blount. Everybody else they pretty much kept, so. Yeah. And then for the NFC North, Vikings, Packers, Lions, and Bears. Now, we could have said Packers over Vikings, but I think the Vikings do a little better. I know they have Aaron Rodgers, but um, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think they'll be better than them. Hmm. NFC South, the Saints, Falcons, Panthers, and Buccaneers. Yeah, I think that's going to be my favorite division in the NFC because all yeah, any yeah. of those teams right there, except maybe the Buccaneers, they, I think they have a chance in their division. But, you know, it's up to you if, what you yeah, want to say. That's going to be a division right there. And then the NFC West, the Rams, Seahawks, 49ers, and Cardinals. Now my bold prediction, 49ers get above both those teams. With Jimmy Garoppolo really coming out. Yeah. Um, Hyde, their running back, their defense actually is really good um, on paper. You, do, you never know what they're going to uh, – what their production will be on the field. But on paper, they yeah. look really, really good. So those are our predictions for the NFL standings. And um, now um, Colin has some news for Adrian Peterson and so what he's doing this free this agency. This was uh, one little thing. Um, but Adrian Peterson might become a Redskin. What do you think about that? You know – 
he was with the Cardinals last year for about like a month, a few months, and I think they mm-hmm. released him. You know, he's been hopping around ever since the Vikings got rid of him when he was like in his prime. But the Redskins, I think that would be a good fit for him. Yeah. They don't really have like an amazing run- running back, no one who's like a big name out there. Mm-hmm. So unless like you're on the Patriots where James White becomes a superstar or Chris Hogan becomes a superstar or Julian Edelman becomes a, from a quarterback to a wide receiver who's a superstar now, anybody who's not on the Patriots that we don't like my point was is that anybody that running backs on the Redskins aren't that good so I think AP I think that'd be a good spot for Adrian Peterson you know do some things with um Alex Smith who's an amazing quarterback so I think that's a good spot for him yeah another team that I think actually would be a good fit for him is the LA Rams because they I know they have Todd Gurley but him and Todd Gurley because he doesn't want too much money if Adrian Peterson out and Todd Gurley together that would be like a deadly matchup right there so I think that would another be a good team for him and now we have some NBA and a little bit of NCAA news now on this podcast we're not going to talk about too much about college sports unless Colin or I have some little things to talk about but starting with NBA news Kyrie Irving is he gonna Where's he going to land in 2019 free agency? After the season, he's a free agent. He did not want to re-sign with the Celtics this free agency. Now, that's not because he doesn't want to be here. That's because he wants his money. You know, if he re-signed this past off, this offseason that's going on right now, which is mm-hmm. over now, but he would have probably got, like, you know, mid-20 millions, maybe high-20 millions. So that's why he declined it. And he's going to go into this free agency, get probably low 30s, mid 30s, high 20s in millions. So I think that's a smart division. Smart decision on his part for getting money, but, you know, it scares the fans. But don't worry, guys. He's okay. He's probably coming back to Boston. But now the this is the only part that scares me a little bit. Here are the numbers. 46% for New York. He's going to New York. 43% for Boston. 3%, 3%, and 3% for Brooklyn, L.A. Clippers, and L.A. Lakers. Now, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to New York. Yes, we did hear, which we're also going to talk about, Jimmy Butler. I guess we're going to talk about it right now. Jimmy Butler might does want to team up with Kyrie Irving, and the Knicks are also another landing spot for him. But the Knicks, in a, a year or two, they're going to have to create, they're going to have to pay Kristaps Porzingis. So I don't really know. I think Kyrie's going to come back to Boston, and I think Jimmy Butler. We do not have the cap space here in Boston unless we trade out Horford, which wouldn't be the end of the world because you know he's going to be 34 next year. So I don't think that'd be a bad decision if we wanted to clear up a lot of cap space. But I don't think it'd be the right decision because then who would be our center? So I don't know about that. Colin, do you have any input on Jimmy Butler and Kyrie ever wanting to team up and also um, where they'll land? I think Kyrie will come back to Boston. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. Yeah, I don't think um, he'll go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and they definitely won't team up. I don't see that happening. I mean, I've heard they wanted to, but, like, I just don't know any team unless, like, it's a bad team, like the Brooklyn Nets, but yeah. you still don't have t- amazing cap space. Like, I don't know where, like, a team would find that much cap space to get two probably max players, especially with Kyrie Irving a max player. Yeah, and definitely. unless Kyrie really hates it here, which he doesn't seem like he does, I think he'll come back to Boston. Maybe, and if he does come back to the Boston, it's gonna be like on a max max contract because unless we'll, we're gonna have to pay him a max contract if he's gonna come back. If we don't yeah, not give definitely. if we don't give him a max contract, he's out of here. So that's yeah. our opinions on that. And now Colin has some news on. Um, some of the Warriors, the um, Golden State Warriors. Well, this was the one that you know we we had a little bit of talk yeah, about. Yeah, we had a little bit of controversy about it. So Stephen what? Curry, he signed yes. for a while, mm-hmm. but um, pretend it's twenty twenty one, and this is what we have to say on it. Mm-hmm. And this this was 
you know, this was yesterday. Stephen Curry had to say about the Warriors, but you know, go on, go ahead. Well, it says right here that he wants to stay with the Warriors for his entire career, which I mean, I can see he's a superstar in the Warriors. Why would he want to leave? Um, but it also did say, hold on a second. It also did say something about him going to Charlotte. Yeah, that's where um he grew up. Yes. Like his well, that's where he first started to grow up, and his dad was playing for the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if there was a team he'd go to, it would be the Charlotte Hornets. But they have Kemba Walker. I mean, they don't really need a point guard. And the real like the chance of that happening is like slim to none. Now I know it's news, and anything's news. You know, news is news. But the chance of that mm-hmm. happening is probably like almost yeah. zero, just because the fact. Why would he want to leave California? Why would he want to leave the Warriors? I hate the Warriors, but they're winning. Yeah. You know, they're gonna they're gonna probably gonna win the championship. For years to come, I mean, maybe not this year. The Celtics look pretty good. But they're going to probably win most of the championships for, like, the next five years until they start getting old. Mm-hmm. But So why would he leave? He's in a great situation. His family's there. You know, unless, like, I see here, you know, Colin wrote down in his notes, only if his sister got married, when is this, he'd maybe think about moving back to Char- moving to Charlotte. But, like... I don't know. I mean, he has a, he's in yeah. a great situation with the best team in the world. They signed DeMarcus Cousins, which I hate. Don't get me started. Uh, yeah. I'm going to blow gonna up. <laughs> but um, now, now the one thing that's actually more possible than that is Clay Thompson leaving. He's going to be free agent mm-hmm. after this season. So a lot of good free agents are going to be out there. There's going to be um, – there's going to be Lowry, Clay, Kyrie, so many more, Jimmy Butler. But Clay Thompson, does he want his own team? In the back of his mind, does he want his own team? Colin, do you think he could have his own team? Do you think he's good enough? I'll say my opinion when um, you're done, but do you think he's good enough to have his own is. team? I think he is. I think he is good enough. And if I was Clay Thompson, <clears throat> I would probably leave Golden State and you know go help out a team that's obviously not like the Warriors or the Celtics. Uh, you know, be a leader instead of you know being in um, KD Curry's shadows. That, that's what I would do if I was Clay Thompson. Now, I 100% agree with you on that, except mm-hmm. if he did have his own team, they would have no defense because his defense is atrocious. Yes, he's a shooter, but mm-hmm. he, people create shots for him. He's not like Stephen Curry where he can create his own shot. Now, I agree with you like 90% of what you're saying, Yeah. but if he were to have his own team, I think you would have to have someone like – not like a superstar, but maybe someone around his level. Because Clay Thompson's not a superstar. I mean, he's a star, but he's a pure shooter. That's all he does, which makes him good. If he had no shot, he'd just be like an average player. But I think you would need a good team around him, like some defense. Now, a team that I think would be a great fit for him would be the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, they have Avery Bradley, a great defender, also solid score. Tobias Harris. Yes, they would have to free up a little cap space, but they did lose DeAndre Jordan. So that's where their cap space yeah. is mostly going to um, get out of from. Tobias Harris, good young score, power forward. Um, yes, they probably would have to move every Bradley to their small foe. Actually, Clay Thompson, I, th- I think, is a little taller. So I think that would be a great situation. They have Lou Williams, who's a pure scorer, and also saw it on defense. But like I said, they have great defenders with Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris, Montrez Harrell, um, Marcin Gortat, who's now their center. So I think that would be the perfect fit for him. It just all depends on their cap space. Now... This is a little bit of controversy right here, depending on who you are, if you're a Raptors fan, Spurs fan, or just an overall NBA fan. Now, I'm coming on this as the side of an overall NBA fan and just like this, like not the science, but like the statistics or more like just the reasoning behind it. Was it worth trading DeRozan for a one-year rental of Karat, of Kawhi Leonard? 
Now, if I'm the Raptors, I am praying that this ends up like Paul George, where it's a situation like he really enjoyed the city and he learned. He really loves it there in Oklahoma, and he signed for a long-term deal. I, I think I'm, I'm calling. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think it might be, or you know, you might know if it's like a four-year deal. Paul George signed with Oklahoma, something big like that. Uh, it might have been. I, I think. Yeah, because I'm not quite sure. Yeah, because he wanted to stay in Oklahoma. Yeah, he cause, did. Well, because Paul George didn't want to go to the Lakers. He said, "I'm going to the Lakers after the season." And I, I was like, "Why would you do that? Why would the Oklahoma?" City Thunder trade for Paul George. But, you know, it worked out for them. He, You know, Paul George really liked Oklahoma. I don't know what he likes about it. It's all tumbleweeds and stuff. But <laughs> I guess he liked it. Um, I guess Russell Westbrook really uh, really, really um, got, got him yeah. into um, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But um, the team Kawhi is probably going to go to is either Lakers or Clippers. Yeah. Or stay with the Raptors, which I think is po- probably going to happen. Because, I mean, the... Raptors wouldn't have traded for Kawhi if they didn't know something. So I think he probably will stay, but you never know. Now, DeRozan, he's on the Spurs for the next three years unless they trade him. So I think it's a better fit for the Spurs to get DeRozan because he's going to be there longer. But um, I don't know. Colin, do you have any input on the situation um, there? Well, we know Kawhi's not going back to San Antonio. That, that's, yeah, that's definitely that's not happening. Yeah. Um, But... There's a fifty percent chance that he might stay with the Raptors. I don't know. He 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 might go to the Lakers. Uh, I'm not sure. It's just I don't think they'd have the cap space because they're paying LeBron James a lot of money. Everybody yeah. else is on a one year deal that's actually somewhat good, pretty much. Mm. So I think they could have the money, but they're gonna have to pay Brandon Ingram in a few years. They're gonna have to pay Lonzo Ball. Um, they're eventually gonna have to pay Ivan Zubak if they think he's gonna be a good center. So I don't think it's a good fit because I don't think they're going to want to give up players like Brandon Ingram, who actually might have a chance to developing into someone like Kevin Durant. You know, he's lengthy, he's tall, he's a shooter. He just hasn't really blossomed yet. So I don't know. It all depends on how development goes. But that's what I have on that situation. Now let's go into MLB talk or news, whatever you want to call it. So Chris Sale. He's back on the 10-day DL. Last time he did this oh. podcast call last week, he just got off the 10-day DL. Exactly. Now he's back on it. His shoulder's inflamed again. Now, is this something to worry about? Yes, that's definitely something to worry about. There's one of your star pitchers going back in the DL again. So Yeah, but, you know, last time everybody was speculating that, oh, they're just doing this to give him rest. And even Chris Sale said, because, you know, I'm sure he has to say he's hurt even if he's not. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, it's nothing to worry about. I'm fine. If I wanted to, I could pitch through this. That's pretty much quotes. It's not exact quotes, but it's pretty much what he said off the top of my head. So I think it's something to worry about maybe if, like, he comes back mid-September and he's back on it right before the playoffs. But I think as of right now, it's nothing to worry about. It's nothing too major. It's just a little inflammation in the shoulder. Ice it, you know, rest. The one thing I did here on ESPN is he's been throwing his velocity. has been going up ever since the after the first two months of the season. His velocity has been going up. And he was killing it in the first two months. So maybe if he just lays back a little bit, yep. stops throwing it over 100, stops really trying to bomb it in there, maybe, just maybe, He'll be a little healthier. And the Red Sox, we still have good pitches too, besides Chris Sale. Yeah, David Price, he's been ever since he came back um, mm-hmm. after the All Star break, he's been killing it. He has like yeah. a one point four four ERA, something crazy like that. Now, That's JD good. Martinez. 
number one home run hitter in the entire league with 38 home runs. Right behind him, Jose Ramirez with 37, Chris Davis with 34, Matt Carpenter with 33, um, Carlos Stanton with 32, my bad. (laughs) So how do you think JD is going to do? You think how, how many home runs do you think he'll get? He's projected 50, but do you think he could even like get 55? There's only a few um, more week, like months hmm. into the regular season. How, what do you if think? If he keeps if he keeps doing what he's doing, he might I'm I'm going to I'm going to go with 52. 52? Yeah. 52. That'd be crazy. 52 home runs. Yeah, that that'd be insane. If he's he keeps on, doing what he's doing. Yeah, he's on pace to get 12 more, which is 50, so I don't know. I would not be surprised. He's he's been hitting some bombs out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so okay. now we have ranking for this um week MLB top 10. You want to mm-hmm. talk about that? Um yeah, so Red Sox are number 1 obviously with the record of what is it 85 and 35? Let me take a look. Yep. 85, 85 and 35. And then right behind them the Houston Astros now. I don't think they'd be in second place. Well, they well, did, second, but you know, they won the 46. they won the World Series last year, so they're always going to be up there. Yeah, um, I thought they may be like third or something like that. I don't know. Um, th- well, third is the Yankees with the record of seventy four and forty three. Now the Yankees, I don't think they're going to do well in the playoffs. There's mm-hmm. they, all they have is hitting. I mean, their hitting is doing well, but not as well as they were projected. So I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah. know. And they they both don't have Gary Sanchez and Aaron Aaron Judge, but I mean Aaron Judge he hasn't really he hasn't been the yeah, same. He hasn't really been the same. Last year we all thought you know he's already like twenty seven or something. So yeah. I mean it's just he got drafted and he's never really no one ever really wanted him. But he, he got in the Yankees last year, killed it. Yep. But one home run derby. Yeah, but he's not doing that too well but, uh, this year. After home run derby, he just fell into a slump. Yeah. I don't know what's been going on with him, but. I'm just going to do top 10. I'm not going to do all the teams. Okay. Um, four is the Indians, 66 and 51. Um, what else was that? Their designated hitters on the DL with a hand. Contusion. 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 Um, so they got a couple of players out. The Chicago Cubs, 68 and 49. That's a big difference from one to five. Jeez. <laughs> 20 wins. Yeah. Um, six, Oakland Athletics, 70 and 48. Yeah, they're a red-hot team right now. They've yeah. won so many games. If anybody's gonna, if we're going to have trouble with anybody in the playoffs, I think it might be the Athletics if they stay hot. A few yeah. weeks, like a month ago, they weren't even in the – like they were in the playoffs, but like in the playoff race, but maybe like wild card. They've been really heating up, and they're probably going to get like a top seed. Yeah, they the picked playoffs. up Mike Fears, and he's posed the third-best ERA. The American League. Nice. <clears throat> um, seventh, L.A. Dodgers, 64 and 55. Yeah, they're always a scary team with one of the best pitchers in the league, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, yeah. Uh, eight, Atlanta Braves, 64 and 51. Uh, nine, Philadelphia Phillies, 65 and 52. And then to finish it off with the top ten, the Arizona Diamondbacks with the record of 65 and 54. That's really nice. Now, it Colin... Is. We have some questions sent in from some of our viewers. I put it on my Instagram. And um, so from IG, Aiden Devlin 3. So I have right here, like the rosters, if you want to check them out. Uh, yep. 2018 Celtics or 1986 Celtics. Now, 
that's tough. You know, in the 86 Celtics, they have Danny Ainge, Larry Bird, Rick Carousel, Dennis Johnson, Greg Kite, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Jeggy, Jerry Scridget, David Thirdkill, Sam, Sam Vincent, Bill Walton, Scott Whitman, Sly Williams. All those guys are basically Hall of Famers. Most of those guys are Hall of Famers. And then as we go to this year's Celtics, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Kyrie Irving, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Marcus Morris, Aaron Baines, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Gershon Yabusili, Robert Williams, Daniel Tice, Samia Lajway, Jabari Bird, Brad Wanamaker, and Walt Lemon Jr. Um, I'm going to have to say – well, let me hear your opinion first. I'm going to go with the 1986 Celtics. So. Yeah, I agree with yeah, you. because as of right now, I mean, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford, Kyrie Irving, they're probably going to be Hall of Famers. Yeah. Jason Tatum, you know, he looks like he's going to have a good career. But mm-hmm. like I said, it looks like they're going to have a good career. You never know. These guys up top, you know, the 86 Celtics, they're already retired. We know what they did. We know the amazing stuff they achieved. As of right now, this team has achieved squat. You don't know what they're going to do. You know, we exactly, could, yeah. you know, you know, we could it's not going to happen, but you know, God forbid, we could lose thirty. We could win thirty games this year. You know, this team. We don't know what they're going to do. So I'm going to have to go with the '86 Celtics as the better team mm-hmm. right I now. Agree with you. Give me a few years. I think I could go with the 2020 Celtics, but as yeah. of right now, um, we got to see what they do first. Yeah, '86 Celtics. Now another question yeah. from him: Drew Brees or Peyton Manning? What do you say on that? Um. Uh, oh, I don't know. How about you? You go first. Go I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna go with Peyton Manning. Yes, Drew Brees is great in all one Super Bowl. Peyton Manning has two, if I uh, yeah, pretty sure two. I'm gonna have to go with Peyton Manning. You know, he's a better. I think, you know, I don't know him personally, but I think he's a better, like, he's like Tom Brady. No one's better than Tom Brady, by the way, but I yeah. think Peyton Manning has a better. Just like he's like Tom Brady, he knows the game. He's very smart. Drew Brees is smart, but I think he kind of is more of just like a slinger. And but um, I think Drew uh, Peyton Manning's more smart. Like if it, if the yeah. guy's five yards and but he's more open, but the guy's deep is open, but he has some coverage on him, he's gonna mm-hmm. throw to the shorter guy to get those little yards. I just think he's a smarter player on the field. So yeah. that's my opinion I'm gonna on I'm gonna that. agree with you on that one. Yeah, I agree with you. Now from underscore Wyatt Harrington. Who is the GOAT in the NFL, NBA, MLB? And then so the overall like, GOAT. Can this be like out of like all time? Like this could be someone who's retired. Yeah, all time. So all who's time. the let's start with the who's the GOAT in the NFL? Well, I mean, this guy's still playing. I'm gonna have to go with Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Tom yeah. Brady too. Now if it's a GOAT that's retired, I'm gonna have to go with Joe Montana. Mm. But yeah. if it's a GOAT of all time, Tom Brady. Now the GOAT in the NBA. Michael Jordan. Can't I'm going to go with Michael Jordan, but if it's the GOAT right now, who's an active player, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with LeBron James. But if it's the greatest of all time, like overall, Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. Now, greatest of all time MLB player. Now, I don't know my baseball, so I'm going to have to go um, to Colin on this one. I'm going to go all time. He's retired. I think he's dead now. Uh, but Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll agree with you because I don't know no, no, too much Babe about Ruth baseball. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that, but um, I'll agree with you. Yeah, and then as of right now, the best player in the league, I really could not answer that to uh, be honest. Mookie Betts is looking good. Mookie JD Betts is Martinez. looking good. JD yeah. Martinez. So I'd have to say one of these, one of those two guys. Um, mm. Jose Altuve is good. You know, 
And, you, you know, yeah, we have some good young players in this league who are going to be good for a very long time. Now, the overall yeah. GOAT, who is the best player out of every sport? Like, best player. <sighs> so it's between bad. Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Ted Williams, Babe Ruth, and, uh, yeah. Uh, that's tough. That's a that's a tough one. I mean, now I add I added that onto the question. Who's the overall goat? Just to overall, see. Overall, yeah. You know what? I don't know. The greatest athlete. That's that's just. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna go. Have to go with Tom Brady. I can't. I'm gonna have to say Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I don't know. Is that the Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? Yeah, I'm gonna say either Tom Brady or Michael Jordan. The reason is, is Michael Jordan six and zero in the finals. Yes, Tom Brady's five and three. That's still amazing. Yeah. And he's probably the smartest football player ever. He's 41. He's playing the best football of his life. But Michael Jordan, I just think, I just think he's better. I mean, it's hard to say it's better because one's basketball, one's football. But yeah, I just think, that's, that's a hard question. I just think he meant more to his team. If Michael Jordan was never on the team, I don't think they'd win the championship. Now, yeah. neither would that happen with the Patriots, but they would still have a great team. They have Rob Gronkowski, you know, Julian Edelman. If you think about he, it. And also, sorry to interrupt, no, but he's also, they're in Bill Belichick's system. I think that's the biggest thing. I think they'd yeah. still be good. If they had Jimmy Garoppolo in the, in the same team without Tom Brady, I think they'd still be really good because they're in Bill Belichick's system. It's just Tom Brady, who's the greatest quarterback ever, puts them even higher. Yeah. Over the hump, so I think that's my uh, opinion on yeah, those. Yeah, if you think about it, I mean, Tom Brady when Drew Bledsoe got injured, he came in and won them the Super Bowl. Yeah, so true. I, mean, I don't know. It's question. tough. It's a tough. It's a toughie. Yeah, it's a toughie. Yeah. Now uh, from uh, underscore rb forty two underscore, who is winning the World Series this year? Now I'm going to say the Red Sox. Red Sox. Red Sox. Yeah, but um. I think there's some teams that could sneak up in there. Like the Astros have a chance. They won it yeah. last year. The Yankees, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Dodgers. Any of those teams have the chance. Yeah. But I think the biggest chance is probably the, the Red Sox. Sox. They're killing it. I would, would not be surprised if they win the World Series. So, And I, I don't yeah. know baseball as much as like some people do. Colin probably knows a, Colin little, probably knows a, it little a little bit more than more. me. I but um, on the Red Sox lately. Yeah, but, I mean it doesn't really matter right now because we're just in the regular season. What matters is when they make it to the playoffs. Because yeah, the the Red Sox they're the best team in the um, MLB right now, record wise. But when you get to the playoffs, that's when it really matters. Yeah. Now uh, we have two more questions All right. from Abby Tyrell. What is your least favorite basketball position to play? Now for me. I'm going to have to say – now, I know it's my position I usually play, but I don't have to say center. I hate center. If coach, if my coaches ever put me – so, you know, let's just say one of my coaches ever listened to this mm-hmm. podcast, coach, <laughs> put me at point guard, please. I swear to you, I'm like Ben Simmons with a shot. Point I can guard, shoot it. You're going to be short to play point guard. You can't no, you like don't. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons is point guard. He's 6'8", and he plays point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers. So that's not necessarily true. Now, in high school, you're probably right, but yeah. – Giannis plays point guard sometimes. I, you know, I've been getting better at my speed, agility, strength. I have some dribbling moves I can shoot. I think I'd be a better point guard. So my least favorite position to play would have to be center because I just, you know, I'm tall, but like I just, I'm not the tallest in my team. So don't, guys, don't worry. Like I'm failing my team, but like I just, you know, it's just not really where I'm comfortable at. Colin, what's your least favorite position to play? Um, I know you don't really play, but like if yeah, you had to pick, probably 
power forward or center. Because, I mean, I'm tall, but I'm not, like, you know, that tall to play in those positions. Yeah. That's all I really have to say about that. Yeah. Now, our final question of the show is M Phantom. from M Gallo 6, or Galagio 6. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Who will be better, Jason Tatum or Brandon Ingram? Now, as we just heard a second ago, Colin just said Tatum. But come on, let's listen. Let's get some details down here, boy. Come on. Brandon Ingram is learning from LeBron James. He's mm-hmm. going to be LeBron James's prodigy. Yeah, that, that's why I got to say that. Now, Jason Tatum already looks like a stud. He's probably going to be an all star this year because the East absolutely yeah. sucks. I people probably be an all star. So Brandon Ingram's learning under LeBron James. Jason Tatum's already looks like a stud. I'm weighing out the options. The um just like the facts in my head. I'm still gonna go with Tatum. Okay, Colin, yeah. don't need a worry. I'm still going with Tatum. But I would not be surprised if Brandon Ingram actually like the next few years just explodes into a monster. He's learning under LeBron James. Like I said earlier in the show, he's a lengthy kid, tall, has a shot, needs to get better a little better on defense. But if he does all that, next K D. Yeah, man. I think Jason he, I, Tatum, he's already a monster. <laughs> he's already a monster, but he's yeah. only averaged 13 points. Brandon Ingram only averaged the same, but, yeah, but it was I mean, his rookie year. They're both going to get better. Yeah, I know they're both going to get better, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough question, but I'm going to have to go with Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Same. So, um, yeah, hope you guys did enjoy this show. If you're listening, um, thank you for listening. If you lasted this long, we're at 33 minutes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another show. Me and Colin actually really enjoy setting up for the show, like mm-hmm. coming up with information. And then, yeah. you know, obviously the favorite, our favorite part of it is actually producing the show. And um, I'm going to have to say, this is our second rodeo. Well, this is my third time doing it, but this is our second time. And I already noticed so much improvement yeah. in both of us getting more comfortable and stuff like that. I like and, the yeah. questions, too. Yeah, the questions, yeah. yeah. We so we're going to do that every show. I, I got so many more questions, but I couldn't do, like, 20. We'd be here for another hour. <laughs> We'd be here another, another half hour. Yeah, put it on my Instagram. So yeah. we'll answer those next. We'll answer those ones. So if you didn't get your question answered today, I'm sorry. I had to pick and choose, but your questions will definitely be on shows to come. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast. And, like always, peace. And, Colin, do you have an outro? You know, you, you need an outro now, bro. Uh, You're part well, of it. See you guys. See you next time. All right, see ya. All we'll right, peace. Next,